Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Talking with the Dad podcast. This is episode 39. I, dude, we don't have, we kind of have some stuff to talk about tonight. Nothing crazy, nothing great. You know, not really much news going on in the world right now. Hold on, whoa, that was the worst intro ever. Let's run it back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 39. We have amazing content for you, exclusive content. You're not going to find it anywhere else on the internet. No one else is going to be talking about the stuff that we're talking about. Yeah, because it all sucks. It all sucks. If you ever want to skip an episode, this is the episode to skip, ladies and gentlemen. We completely understand. You're going to come back next week, re-energized, rejuvenated, oh, looking for That's... looking for some talking with the dad podcast coming at you. Uh, all right, Steven, what have we been some playing, good. man? What have we been playing? Uh, I feel like we've been we've been we've been grinding the division, man. We've been playing games get... together again for the first time this year. Um, yeah. The Division One, I know it's a weird game to pick up and start playing again, since it's yeah. years old and there's a sequel out. But I yeah. I stand by the fact that I think the Division One is better than the Division Two. I actually I, stand by I, it. I concur. And uh, last night we got our asses handed to us. It was almost like playing Borderlands again, Zach. When no, uh, it wasn't. Full, no, because Zach went full toxic on me, turned on me within the first ten minutes. You are an interesting person in a stressful game situation, right? Because we have two different worldviews on video games. I play video games to have fun. Even when <laughs> I I am still having a good time. You, on the other hand, played video games and apparently to dominate every situation. You did not come to enjoy the game. You came to win. And I, can I come to that. win. That's that is, yeah. that is exactly I, it I, for sure. I can I can respect that. Uh, I am like that in other facets in life. Like, you know, if we're, maybe we're playing like real sports and stuff, but we got dominated last night. But I want to start this by saying that was your idea. You said, let's no, play on legend. And I, I was agree. having a great time. Let me, you know, remember that video I showed you of me playing Shadow of Mordor where I stormed that castle when I was way under level? Most fun I had playing the game. That but was you progressed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I won handedly. Right. So here's, here's the difference, right? So if, if right. something is hard and it's like, okay, <laughs> we need three times to figure out this area. And then going mm -hmm. forward, we need three more times to figure out this area, right? Right. And there's checkpoints, and we can just continue moving on and progressing. And it wasn't it's all that. Sense. It wasn't it's all making sense. It wasn't that. What was happening what is, is we would go in, get our asses kicked, and be like, "All right, murdered. let's do it again." <laughs> well, you know what? The first run and was the, the best. Second was well, the, the first best run and, and last. Then, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It was. <laughs> but. It wasn't anywhere near where, like, it, we I say we weren't even hitting halfway point of the map. You know, we we weren't hitting any any drops. There was no progression going on. It wasn't getting any better. It was just staying. We weren't the same. playing against other players. We were playing against the, the we were playing AI. against the hardest, the challenging level AI, the hardest level AI you could play against, whatever it was, and you would just go like you had no chance. It's just the two of us. And we did not belong there, you know. I, I, I can, I, and what's craziest to me is like normal. I could run through it solo with a pistol, right? No issues. Her, her, whatever the second difficulty is, I think it's, it's heroic, hard, whatever it is. Yeah. I went through literally the same mission and went and ran through it earlier in eight minutes, start to finish, right? And right. then we bump it up to the the third difficulty, which is the only other difficulty between. Soup way too easy, moderate, but, but quick. We could do this run a bunch of times, and it becomes fucking impossible. 
right? Like, there was no in-between. Like, I would have liked a fourth stage of progression in there, right? If we go to the third one, it's like, all right, this took us 25 minutes, but we finished right. it. That's different right. than taking two hours to do something and not getting past the first room. So I was I was having so much fun, man. There was one point where uh, <laughs> we split up, <laughs> and I went down. I'm like, I'm going to go be proactive and take out these guys down in this little corridor down here. And I went down there and they were all down there. Like they had all <laughs> like, like every every yellow boss that was supposed to be there was waiting for me. They're like, look, the idiot came down. The plan went perfectly. <laughs> but uh, you know, the division is a lot of fun, man. You know it was really, really demoralizing? Fighting that guy in the dark zone. Right, because we had all kind of speculated that he was going to do something shady. Like the remember he came, he showed yeah. up, and he's kind of like like hanging around. And then we we leave the building. We were out of there, man. We could have just kept going. And I heard Shane say, "Oh, he just went rogue." And then yep. we all rush back in to take him. And you know that twelve year old was just like, "Yeah, finally." <laughs> we got close though. We got yeah, real we, we close. Got, we got really close. This is actually a really it was a really good moment where all three of us were shooting him. And I was like, it's happening. It's happening. And then I saw you go down. I was like, this isn't going to happen. <laughs> and then Shane went down. And I was like, oh. And you're like, Steve, he's one hit. He's one hit. And I'm trying to hit him. And he's like, oh, he hailed. You're dead. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, man. you know, and this is just saying that yeah, you know, there's so many different ways to play the division, right? There's so many different gear right. sets, so many different, um, you know, weapon so combinations. And I lo I love the division. I really, really do. Right, but there's so yeah. many different combinations of the way that you can play a game that yeah. you know we were not prepared for that. You know, yeah. you know, clearly we were not prepared. Um, yeah, you know, there was a few things we could have done. We needed to get a shield down. Uh, we needed to, you know, probably stagger him or hit him with a status effect at some point. Uh, I, you know, I, I, there's a million ways we could have won that fight, but we chose the one that we couldn't, and we lost. <laughs> we, we chose the. <laughs> The balls, the wall strategy. <laughs> yeah, and it did not. It did Other not than that, the, the dark zone that night was fairly successful. Yeah, no, that was a great run. I'm having a lot of fun playing the division, man. It's a. I didn't think when I got the game for nine dollars. I'm sorry. After the credit, I think I got it. Actually, was like three bucks or something like three that. Three dollars. Uh, I did not think I was gonna have this much fun, but I have not had a moment where I was like, "This was a bad decision." We haven't even like, touched I've, the DLC yet. Yeah, we haven't touched the underground that, DLC. We haven't touched our survival stuff yet. Like, yeah, we haven't even touched the DLC yet. So much fun. You know what game I, I am still looking forward to playing? I don't know if you're going to play it as well. I keep I always forget the name of it. It's that one game that looks kind of like Borderlands mixed with the division where it's a uh, same gameplay, but they have powers like Borderlands S powers. I showed it to you and then you were like, oh, yeah, we should definitely play this on the channel. And then we stopped being a game playing channel. I forget the name of that one. No I think clue, it's out, man. I think it, I think it's Outworld or some some madness. But I'm I'm looking forward to that game, man. But more than games, you know what I am looking forward to? Friday the coming to an end, and Saturday is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. We have something so amazing that only a cokehead from Boston could think it up. And luckily, he runs the biggest Emmerman. Outward. I'm sorry. Is it Outward? It looks outward? like it's outward, and it was released I think in March no, of last year. <laughs> no, it's Outlander. It's like Outlander or some something crazy like that. I gotta find it now. Yeah, now you, you ruined my spill. Yeah, you lazy UFC. Yeah, we're talking about the UFC tomorrow, and it's it's the big it's a big deal. Fight Island's a real place. It's beautiful, apparently. Hotels look great. 
Yeah, it all looks really cool. There's a there is a uh, an octagon on the beach that they're not using. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people are upset about that apparently <laughs> yeah I've seen, it's all, like what are you gonna do when there's sand in the fucking in the octagon guys they're gonna die out there it's extremely hot they need to be in somewhere with an air condition it is extremely hot in Abu Dhabi the water someone got in and they realized it was like above 50 degrees and like that wasn't refreshing at all that's how hot it is it's warmed the ocean but everyone uh, except for one person made weight Everyone, thank God, is tested, uh, as President Trump would say, positively negative in a, the best negative positive way possible, which is negative. Right, right, right. <laughs> and it's, it's happening, man. It's going down. So we got uh, in the main event, we got Kamar Usman versus Jorge Masvidal. It's going to be got fantastic. Going to be an amazing fight. Got Volkanovski, the re the run back with Max Bless Holloway. I'm actually going to go with my heart on my pick on that one. It'd be the only pick I'm giving out before the IG, unless we could deep into it tonight, even though we know UFC talk usually kills us. But uh, I think Max is going to take it back. Nope. This time. I think Max. Uh, I think you're I, wrong. My brain does not agree with me, but my heart says that Max Holloway came to win. Uh, I think he came to win last time too, and I think Volkanovski is a fucking monster, man. Uh, I think he, I think Max showed up to that fight and uh, was not prepared for the one trick pony, not one trick pony, but the consistency of a very rudimentary game plan that he wasn't, that Volkanovski was not going to abandon. Okay, and it's 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 evident, right? Leg kicks work for a reason, even if yeah, they're they're not crippling the person, especially on a durable guy like Max Holloway. What do you want to do? You want to take his legs out from underneath him. You're not going to knock him out. With, yeah, he. Uh, yeah. You're not going to knock him out with punches. Right. You're just not. You're just not going to. I mean, maybe someone could, but. I mean, and then we got the fight away that time. I don't know if I don't know if anyone's going to. Yeah, that was an amazing fight. It was very. And then good. we got we got Joe uh, Jose Jose Aldo versus Peter Jan. So here's what I'm saying about that fight. We might watch a sanctioned murder. That <laughs> like in it, Aldo could very well sleep. This dude, you can't yeah. sleep on Aldo. You yeah. can't sleep on a guy that dude, that good. Aldo's the hardest looking thirty three I've ever seen. Man's been through some life. He's, been, <laughs> you know, he's, got, he's got a movie out in uh, Brazil that came out like a uh, what do you call it when it's a, a it's a biopic when it's not a documentary when they actually get an actor to play it. It's biopic, right? E sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, he's got one. I was going to try to see if I can get that somewhere, but I can't. And then we got Jessica Andrade versus uh, Rose Namajuna as the run back. And I think Rose will probably piece her up in this so. one. But that, we'll definitely check. We'll definitely see where that's going. But that's one heck of a, a main main card right there, very right? Very good, dude. It's very, very good. And I'm glad you stopped the main card at that fight. Because the last fight on the main card, the opening fight on the main card, I don't think is a main card fight. Oh, who's I think that? that's a prelim yeah. fight. Is it is it your girl? It's Paige Van Zandt versus <laughs> uh, Amanda Rebos. Has she responded to any of your letters yet, Zach, or did you just uh, give up on that? Endeavor? No, no, no response yet. <laughs> I, so what's know, the next step? <laughs> um, I'm going to Portland. Um, is it uh, dead dog and her, uh, her her soup pot? If she doesn't start getting back to you, sorry. No, I, no, no, no. We're not going that far. There will be maybe mice released. Amanda Reba. Um, she did. Was she the one that didn't make weight? No. Okay. Um, 
I'll find it. You talk about the fight. I'll I'll find who didn't make who didn't. So I I will be completely transparent. I if I have seen an Amanda Rebo's fight, I don't remember it. So I don't. Admittedly, I don't know much about her. That's not to say that she obviously doesn't deserve to be in the UFC. But I don't know much about this fight here. The page man said I don't know how to call it. I would have to go and do some research on it. My biggest knock on Paige Van Sand has never been her heart or her ability to show up. At the end of the day, she is a fighter, right? She shows up to fight. She's never dialed it in. But she's been outclassed and beat by better fighters, which is what happens when you get to this level. We know that the marketing machine was behind her, which, by the way, is not her fault. For all you salty people out there that got mad that she was one of the first people to get a Reebok deal, that's not her fault, dude. It's not your fault if you're marketable. It just means someone sees that like this could benefit. Now, we realize that the Reebok deal didn't benefit anyone except for John Jones. Like, apparently, he's the only person that thing worked out for because he got his scale was like something I would be jealous for, jealous of too. But that's a different John. I think Paige Vanzant, in my opinion, if you look at it historically, what's happened with her career, she's jumped from gym to gym, right? Early on in her career. I don't she, think she's, she's been all over the place, right? I and by my count in my head, this is just what I know of at least four gyms in her early MMA career, and uh, obviously the longest stay was at a Alpha Male uh, for a while, which I thought was a good look for her because it gave her a home and she settled in. And we saw like her most the most success she's had in her career was at that gym, I believe. And now you know she's married. She trains predominantly with her husband, and this will be the first time we're seeing her back after multiple breaks. Was it in her arm or her fist? Was it uh, her arm, her right arm, I believe. Um, I believe she broke it. In, did she break it after the Ostevich fight or before the Ostevich fight? And then I think it was broken before, and it really I think it was broke before after. she fought, broke it again, and then broke it yes. two more times and had to have three or four total surgeries on it. So we'll see how that goes for sure. Um, Vanessa Mello is the fighter who has missed weight in every single one of her UFC bouts, and she's lost both of them. Um, nice. So she is probably no longer with the UFC after this evening, I would imagine. Actually, you know what? She this is the best time to do it because right now they need as many active fighters as they possibly can keep in the pool. So I don't know, man. <laughs> but I, you know, so here's the thing: Paige, she's eight and four. Her ground game, her ground game is mostly a position over submission. She does have uh, submission skills, she and I think she's tied even got for the most arm bars uh, as a female in the UFC, I believe. Yeah, and, but if you look at the fighters that those were against, man, uh, the one thing that's always worried me about her is her hands, right? She has a tendency to leap in for her punches and, I mean, lead with her face behind the punch, and I just feel like does she probably needs some more time to, to clean that stuff up. But I don't know anything. Here, here's the Go issue. for it. She's been a pro. Since 2012. Yes. Right. If you're a pro for eight years, how much more time do you get to develop the fundamentals of 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 striking? I don't think um, you get much more, do you? Well, eight here's the thing. Years, you, dude. you bring up a good point. Like, she's been here, she said 2012. She, her first professional fight was Tournament As of the Warriors. No, it, she okay. didn't fight an Invicta until her third fight against Tisha Torres. Um, I have her Wikipedia page pulled up. Um, technical first fight it was probably some really really small uh, organization, and it, it's June thirtieth of twenty twelve. It's eight years. So to answer your question, that's twelve fights. 
in her fighting career, right? Uh, and one she, amateur, yeah. And one amateur. And uh, to answer your question, yeah, it should have been dialed in by now. Also, <clears throat> you have to take the time off to really do that type of work, right? So if you're getting called into fights in the middle of it, you never, no, you're never really going to be able to showcase that. And you got to be at a camp where it's tailored <clears throat> to help you grow, right? To help you grow into that. It's either that or you just don't have a proficiency in striking, which can be true as well. Look at Damian Maya, right? <laughs> Damian Maya but won the he's best black. Such a specialist. Right? But that's, it, it proves my point. The man can't strike. You know, at one point, let's just but, get off page and for a second, one second. He went to go train with Wanderlei Silva, which I think is a horrible idea. Yeah, that man drinks. <laughs> so it's just like, and he got pieced up. I agree with you, Zach. She should have had it dialed in by now, but I don't think that she's ever really, really, really committed to that. Like, I, and I don't know how it's possible, but but I'd yeah, say all this to say I, I she's probably. Her, gonna, I think her husband's a good striker, though. Um, I, I don't ever watch any of his fights. I think he's a fairly good striker. Um, there's a lot of submissions in his wins, but a few knockouts as well, TKOs. So yeah, yeah more, got, more stoppages than not for sure. Remember when Paige got choked out by Michelle Watterson? That was like a so, brutal choking. Yeah, out. yeah, 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 yeah. Here's the issue with with Paige Van Zandt. Anytime she's ever fought a top ten fighter, top five fighter, she loses. Yep. She lost to Tisha Torres. She lost to Rose Namajunas. Yep. She lost to Michelle Watterson, and she lost to Jessica Rose Clark. You know, she beat Felice Herrig. Is probably the highest ranked current person that she fought, but it was a very, very early on. Uh, back in 2015, um, you know, and her most recent win in 20 in January of 2019 was Rachel Ochev who was four and five in her career, I believe. Who they, she she fought Rachel Ochevich? Yeah, that's the last fight she had. She she beat her via armbar. Wow. And talking about losing to people who are no names, and we can get into Rachel Rachel Ostevich. I fucking hate her. <laughs> I know you do, but she's like one of the most successful Instagram fighter, uh, what models to be a fighter, isn't she? Probably, but like it's not a very high bar. <laughs> yeah, Poor she's Trump. four and five. How are you in the UFC? <laughs> Your professional career is losing. I don't understand. I fucking when you have less fights and you have a losing record, and you have yeah. less fights than Nick Diaz has losses. I I can't take you seriously. <laughs> oh man, I hope I'm in the position one day fiscally to fly in a plane with a robe like Jorge Masvidal and look like the Latino version of the Big Lebowski. He, uh, that guy, <laughs> yeah, man, he took a private jet from uh, wherever the fuck he was back to Vegas. And that's the most baller thing imaginable. You, know how much a, you of all people, I think, might know the answers. Do you know how much a private jet jet costs? So funny you should bring that up, Zach. I do, and I have a story. My first time I was ever going to fly on a private jet, I came this close, but the client would not get out of the hotel room so we can get on the jet. And at one point, I was going to be like, listen, dude, this isn't about you staying sober anymore. <laughs> this is about me getting on a private jet and having that on the bucket list. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so my camera, oh. my camera froze here. All right. Uh, all right. We're back after. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. No, we're keeping all that. Um, yeah. So, and, so ten grand an hour, I believe, is is what a, a private jet costs. Uh, it's ten <laughs> grand an hour. So, 
that's staffed or non-staffed? Like, because some you could just get with a pilot. I think that's that's staffed. Um, okay. And that's not like the cheap way to take it. Ten grand an hour is absurd. Um, it's outrageous. To, fl- to fly, dude. That's obscene. Obscene. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I like I like Masvidal, but I don't think you should take a private jet unless the UFC play, paid for it. We don't know. They totally paid for that because it I came would, in. They it would have it would had to have, but you can't be the person like who is who is you know campaigning to get paid more right and was passed up for this fight originally because you wanted to get paid more and then take a private jet into in, in into the fight you know i just don't think that, that that's a good look there's a crazy thing right um dana white didn't even take a private jet he flew with the fighters and by the way the plane that they flew on this was beyond first class did you happen to see so that when you fly to uh, Abu Dhabi, and I, you you know this from experience, um, you could fly. What is it, Air Air Qatar, maybe? Um, <laughs> I love that word. Or Air. Uh, there's another one, but they're like legitimate like beds, and you get like your own yeah. fucking pod, and like yeah. people wait on you, and there's showers, yeah. like. Yeah. Dude, that that's the way to live, dude. Like, I want to be, I want to be that rich. Yeah, I, I, the only thing I, I can compare it to is uh, one time. Oh uh, no, a couple of times I took first class Amtrak because it was getting expensed by a client, and they wanted to go that way. And look, I didn't know where I, what what a treat I was in for. I was like, it's a train. How first class could man? No, it gets pretty. Legit. It, it was. It was pretty amazing. I showed up and I was like, Whoa, this is the dinner for tonight? Like, there's steak? You have that on the train? It's not rat? And they're like, no. <laughs> it's When someone says train, you're used to the subway. Yes. Right? Like, I've never, I've not taken an Amtrak. Um, oh, it's uh, amazing. I don't, I don't know why anyone would, to be fair. Uh, it takes way longer than a flight, and it's uh, not as cool. Um, so here's it. So if you're going from uh if you're going from New York to Boston, it is the most comfortable ride. The only thing that would suck for the the area we live in, which I've done, <laughs> you have to drive down to white either Connecticut, New Haven line, or to New Rochelle, and you can catch the Amtrak there uh, on the Metro North. But the reason most people take it is because either they're scared of planes, but also the convenience. So instead of having a instead of having to go to Logan or any of that like that madness yeah, yeah, yeah. where it drops you off in boston like downtown boston right by the water boom get right out the car same thing with philly as soon as you as soon as you get out that you get to the stop okay boom taxi right next to the hotel and that's it's the convenience so, of it my my thought is, is we're close enough to boston and i'm sure you have yeah. drive that it's it's three and a half hours yeah you know it's four hours to boston it's it's not like i would ever go up oh, if i can't drive there it's too long no, no, no! I could drive there and back like right now and be fine. Yeah, like I, I just, Boston. I just Boston's a, an amazing place, and it's always really, really fun to go there. I just don't understand the I'm gonna fly there or I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take a fucking train there, dude. We're so close that it's like drive. It just fucking. Dude, I felt I felt the same way when I lived in L.A. about Vegas when people were like we're flying. Yes! there. Yes! Like, oh my god! Oh, yes! No. It's what? It's a few hours, right? It's like three hours, man. Half the fun is driving to Vegas. There's a point where you're out in the desert. And you're like, man, I could die out here and no one would ever know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, <laughs> I know of that road. We didn't drive it when we're out, we're out in California, but I know of the road to Vegas 
that is just it's just fucking straight. Uh, there are no cops, and exactly. it's just as yep. long as you want to go, and it and you just pop into Vegas eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there was there's one point before you get to the last way station, and then there's this kind of fake Vegas that's for truckers, where before you get to Vegas. I think it's called last route or something like last stop. And I've never gone in there because it just looks like something like a place where bad things Shady happen. Shady. I like but, it. I'm <laughs> like, but when you see there. it on it, when you see it on the horizon, it's like, oh, thank God. I'm almost there. It's that type of situation. But somehow we got on that. Here's the deal. Fight Island is happening. I'm tuning in. Uh, we'll probably get our fight picks up tomorrow. Because I've found that there's more interaction from you folks when we get them up that day. If I get them up too yeah, early, yeah, yeah, yeah. no one cares. Early. No one cares. On, <laughs> no, on no Thursday one cares. Like, <laughs> you guys turn on us on UFC anyway. So we're going to jump. <laughs> we, we, well, we, hold we, on. No, no, well, no. This is important uh, to note that page, the page is on her last fight of her contract. Uh, oh, she's yes, coming off yes. of a win. She's she's in the last two fights. She's one and one. Uh, it's been a it's been a while since she's fought. So we're going to see how she is. You know. Dominic Cruz is very adamant that there is no such thing as ring rust, but um, yeah. for a person who has only been fighting for eight years and still hasn't quite figured out her striking, I wonder if ring rust is going to be a issue for her after having not fought for well, the better part of 18 months. And then contractually, this is a, a weird place for her to be in, but I'm sure she's okay with it. But uh, So you win, get a better negotiating chip. You lose, you get a horrible if negotiating chip. she wants to stay with the UFC at this point, right? That's, I think that's very uh, true. her husband's in Bellator. I think they treat him really well over there. Um, he's not a champion. He, he's he's in line to be one for sure. Um, you know, why not go over there? And, and, you know, for her, it's easier fights. You know, it's more chance of being a, a top top contender and better pay. Better pay, most likely. You could get your own sponsors, I believe, still in Bellator. Um, it's also important to note that Reebok is out of the UFC as their apparel brand. Yes. And, and Venom is in. Uh, I saw that yeah. earlier in, in between naps, and I'm like, fuck, I don't give a shit. And I texted you, and then I went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so Venom, we're talking about Venom that makes all the kickboxing apparel, right? And uh, I the believe keys so. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Very. So, how do they afford the contract? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Hold I, on a second. I definitely think, and I know, I wish, actually, I wish we had one of these know-it-all uh, listeners that would just chime into our comments. Uh, I think that was more position and timing for Venom where Dana's like, well, we got to get someone on the uniform, right? Because Dana does not want to go back to the days of multiple tags, NASCAR looking on the uh, uniform. And you and I were talking about this one day. I don't mind. I would be okay with, I would be okay with the banner for sure. I do like the uniform. I think it makes it look more legit. But I do concede to the point that, you know, it's a, the best way for fighters to make money if their contract's not up, to, up, not up to snuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, Venom's a staple around there. So, but it's just like I don't even. What's the net worth on that company? <laughs> like, I don't know. What, 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 like, I mean, I someone tried to sell me Venom gear at the school, and I was like, I'm okay, man. That's for posers, not that people who use Venom are posers. But you having it makes me know that you're a poser. I know you're not yeah, hitting the, the mat. Uh, contract starts in 2021. Um, and what what's the company's healthy? What are, what are you looking like there? Uh, I can't really find a source here really that that quick. It started <laughs> in two thousand six, um, in you, France. You can, your computer's gonna freeze up right now because no one has ever really Googled Venom beyond this day. Yeah, I, I Google them and uh, Walmart shows up. <laughs> exactly. One of they the, are. Uh, they are so they are sold at Walmart. You can get a Venom shirt for your kid definitely as you're walking out the store. Yeah, yeah. That's well, one thing you. You're gonna pay for it, Chris. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, well, definitely. I'm not <laughs> advocating. Yeah, that. yeah, they have really, uh, really gaudy uh, <laughs> gear. Yeah. I don't like it. Their the, the, um, the signs are crazy. <laughs> I can't find a, a market value for Venom. So here's a crazy thing. You would have thought it would have been Monster, right? That would have been my next thought. Monster? Like Monster to step in for the branding for the company. Like, because like they've, the, been, they've been working the, the energy, energy drink. drink company? Yes. But no, no, no. They need someone to manufacture the, the uniforms and then sell the uh, fight kits. This isn't uh, like a sponsor right. they put on their shorts. These are people who legitimately point. manufacture the clothing that, that the fighters wear. Do you not remember oh, when Reebok yeah. came in and, and, uh, and the yeah, women fighters were wearing two or three sports bras that couldn't fucking figure them out and and shorts were awful looking? You weren't, were, were you watching fights back then when they had the actual expo for the uh, Reebok at MSG? They Roy McDonald and a few other fighters like modeling the clothes. Um, and a... I remember it like in the news, but I don't remember yeah. it. Uh, no, no I, I maybe I was. Maybe this was like right at the beginning of when I was watching because I remember, I remember going, you know, I wonder what the contracts are going to look like now uh, because, you know, these guys were getting all these sponsors. Uh, and specifically, I remember hearing a podcast with, with Joe Lozon in it with him going, you know, he goes, this is nice for me because I do all of my own sponsorships. But he goes, I'm also making less money now. So, yeah, yeah it, it's very interesting. Um, I would have rather them gone, gone back to their own shorts, I think. But um. I think uh, so. This is where you and I split on the conversation for marketability and like into the mainstream. This has definitely boosted it. But the Reebok deal, the Reebok deal itself, was a horrible deal for the fighters. There's no way, there's there's no way to defend it, right? It was a bad look for for lower tier. And when I say lower tier, I don't mean in caliber. I just mean in being recognizable uh, fighters. It was a it was a horrible deal. Same thing with Undisputed, the game when it first came out. You know, it's like okay. it was a horrible deal. For lower tier fighters, I do think that uniformity, uh, you know, it made it look more professional. You know, it definitely, and it happened so, at the same time they were they were heading into the Fox deal. Just hear me out on this, man. Just hear me out. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, were trying. Yeah, yeah. This is pre MMA being legalized in New York, right? Mm -hmm. We're not quite in the dark days, but we're just moving away from the tough spike days these were these were very strange times for mma when when ufc was on unless you were a real fan and uh so they were heading into a place where they wanted to be considered a real sport right that was the whole push behind them being on fox and then eventually making sure. their way to ESPN. espn right yeah and i think that uh that's what that's the only positive that came out of that is that the reebok uniform itself lent to that uh that marketing that hey we are a real sport yeah, we can be taken seriously. I, I, so I see now, where you're coming from, for sure. Yeah. Now you could you could definitely make the argument, boxing has some of the worst things you're ever going to see in any given night. You ever want to tune in and see some of the weirdest stuff yeah, that look, any person is going to wear? Uh, Javante Davis. Yeah. <laughs> he wears like fucking. He wears a shag rug uh, as his, <laughs> as his shorts, and uh, I don't quite right. understand that. So horrible. And then don't even get me started on kickboxing, but. I have to concede to the points that Zach made in our private conversation. It's a horrible deal for the fighters, man. It always people is. are getting ripped. people are getting ripped off. They're not able to make ends meet. And you also got to remember, they pay for their own training camps, right? Yep. They have to. They pay for gym time. Not to mention out of gym time. So if they're bringing in people who are holding mitts for them, and they need a professional. Yeah. They pay for their own gym memberships to go get that road work in and specialists and that stuff. It's very expensive to be a fighter. It's very expensive. It's expensive none of them make up. any money. 
unless you're the nope. top five percent, top two percent, or whatever it is. It's true, man. And it's uh, and this is why it's this interesting thing to see Paige Van Zandt in this position because it's like, yeah, if you comparatively look at Bellator, it's easy to make the joke, oh, they're the mixer of MMA, but they've managed to hold on uh, a lot longer than mixer, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah mixer was around for like 19 months. <laughs> Bellator has been around for 10 years. They've been they've been they've been fighting it out, man. They they've they're still here. They're still not not really in the fight anymore, if we're being honest, right? You have to be a real mixed martial arts fan to even consider watching Bellator. There are no casual fans that watch that. There may be some uh just bleed fans. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh fighters can go over there and they can get they can earn a living at the twilight of their career. Yeah, for well, sure. Well even in the even in like the prime of their career, honestly. I think that yeah. um, Bellator is probably the more more lucrative place to be in in fighting at the moment. Definitely compared to the UFC, the UFC is awful. They don't pay their they don't pay their fighters at all. Listen, ironically, it's the most lucrative place for fighters to be, but that will be the reason that it goes under in a sport. That no, really you're right. Hasn't... You're absolutely right. I, I'm not I'm not advocating any fighters not getting paid. Don't fight me at Target when you see me. I'm just whoa, whoa, saying whoa, whoa, that whoa, whoa, like. Whoa. We, they can't afford to be at Target, Steve. You're okay. That's a good point. I'm like, stop that man being in here. He has no money. <laughs> Here's the thing I'm saying, though, man. It's Fight Island. It's happening. Me and Zach have been following this story. We broke it first. From the moment it was a rumor, we've we been broke on top it, of this thing. I knew what island it was right from the rip, too. I think I might even right, said you it, on the it You called it, man. You absolutely did. And now it's going to happen. Uh, we're still in the midst of a pandemic and you know normally we'd be watching a fight at my house and like you know just uh but you know it, it, this is the reality so thank you once again here. ufc for bringing us sports that we can rely on i'm not a nascar guy and who knows if the mlb and the uh, nhl and any of this stuff is actually going to happen it looks like it's going to happen it's F trending F1 to happen is back f1 had a race last week oh how'd that go uh it, it there was a race <laughs> <laughs> it's very early Dumb. in the morning here because there's other parts of the uh, other parts of the world. So WWE is still jumping off. Are they? Yeah. I, do people watch that? Apparently, it's a little bit weird. It's so the theatrics don't really translate that well without the crowd there. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Are people realizing what's happening? <laughs> They're like, wait a second. That guy just slapped that guy across the chest and he fell over. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's happening man i i don't i do not understand the wwe man listen you can be a fan of whatever you want and and, and i'll support you as long as you're having a good time right but fucking a <laughs> wwe man really like go watch something else bro <laughs> like go Speaking fucking go watch something else the, uh that's that's a perfect setup for a guest that we're going to be having on here pretty soon because <laughs> i'm a i'm i'm, I'm going to pressure him on that i'm going to get him on the record and I'm going to be like, look, you, you're going to explain this to me right now. But to, I, all right. I know I picked I picked the next topic. I know before you even say it, but I need you to explain it to me. Right. There is. I'm 39. I'm well outside understanding this thing, but I'm starting to understand <laughs> a little bit more. Who is Nico and why was she signed to 100 Thieves and explain the branding? I'm going to shut up. But those are your three things you have to do. Okay. Who, is, Who Nico? is Nico? Nico is a content creator in the just chatting slash video gaming uh, Twitch industry. Uh, recently blew up because of the OK Boomer meme. 
which is funny. Steve was singing it the other day. I I, I have him on record doing that. I, I recorded it while he's doing it, and and I'll, I'll splice <laughs> that clip in. Okay, we're back. Uh, there definitely was no clip. I don't I don't have one. I'm sorry. I just I just trolled everybody. Um, <laughs> she signed to a hundred thieves, right? So she signed to hundred thieves as a as a content creator. She's on the same level as Valkyrie and Courage. So okay. she's she signed there as a content creator under the Hundred Thieves branding, and that's that's where that's what it is. So all right, so explain to me a little bit more because the the mission statement for Hundred Thieves is it's broken up into a few different groups, I would believe, right? So they do have an esports team, right? They have a well, Fortnite. Hold, hold, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so they have an esports. So what Hundred Thieves started as a, as an apparel brand for okay. Nade Shot. Nate Shot famously helped Optic when Optic was under Hex grow into this giant thing, uh, split off when he couldn't, I think, own a part of it. I think he, I think Hex refused to sell Nate Shot a part of Optic, um, split off into his own company, Hundred Thieves. It was originally an apparel company, and then it kind of blew up. So he signed some content creators. They signed esports teams, and here we are. It's a fairly large brand. They have, they have endorsements from Drake um and such so yeah hundred thieves is a fairly large large brand and another thing where you were you were educating me on i just want to make sure i have it correct nate shot kind of a savant when it comes to business dealings got into bed with the right type of partner and has made some good managerial decisions in regard regards to the uh, the cod league and stuff like that what, what so go he, over he that did, one more time join the cod league um okay he, he said that you know he has a he has the responsibility of all of his employees to join or not to join you know certain things right he comes from a background of competitive call of duty competitive call of duty i I believe to this day is still one of his passions um and he didn't have the capital the 25 million i think it was he said that he had it but it it wouldn't have been responsible of him to have used that money on one of his passion projects and and at the moment he made the correct decision. Um, the COD League is kind of flopping. All of the pros hate it. All of the pros hate the game. It's really more the game fault than the COD League's fault, I believe. Um, so I think he made the right decision on that. Yeah, I think he's made a, made a, a few very good decisions. They do limited releases on their clothes. Their clothes are very nice. I don't know if you've ever seen them or not. Um, yeah, they're very, yeah, they're not very, my style, but they're, they're cool. They're very, very nice, I think. So yeah, their East their uh, League of Legends team just beat FlyQuest like a few minutes ago. So uh, in the uh, League of Legends uh, LCS Summer Split. So yeah, they're they're a so fairly what, strong uh, esports organization. So what does this mean for a career? all right? So t- tell me about Nico's career. So I know who she is in regards to the OK Boomer thing, and then she That's, gained a lot of followers really qu- quickly, and then they she got. This is kind of weird because. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a simp, and in fact, I'll smack you in the face if you say it, and I catch you. Like, but here's the thing, right? So a lot of guys jumped on her bandwagon and jumped off when they surprise, surprise, she's got a boyfriend, and you're never gonna have a chance with her, right? right? right. <laughs> and then they just left her quickly. But she didn't give up, right? I noticed she still, you know, streams on Twitch. Uh, we were watching her one night, and she was putting something together, and I was like, I, I gotta get out of this. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> she's been doing this for two hours. But what is this? Why? Why her? What do you think it's about? Is I'm am I missing something? Help me out here, buddy. Save me, man. What's going on? Why did they yeah, pick her? Um, they signed people who are fairly large, right? Okay. Um, they have Noah J. They have Valkyrie, uh, Courage. Av- they have all of the mob, right? Avalanche, Classify, Frost, and and Mako. 
Uh, they have Yasuo, who is a uh, League of Legends content creator, is the smallest one on the in the entire uh, thing here. Uh, Brooke, and then that, they just signed Nico. Um, you know, they're they're fairly large. They have a lot of a lot of like legit sponsorships. Um, you know, with Cash App and NZXT and Secret Lab and Ogato and um, Chipotle and JBL, and at one point. Um, Red Bull, I believe, was one of their sponsors. That's usually fairly large. Actually, Nashot's one of the first person, first esports people ever to be sponsored by Red Bull uh, back in the day. So, but they have a huge content team, and and you know, there's a there's a lot going on there. But she's fairly popular and and fits well within the Hundred Thieves brand. So why not sign her? Good point. What games does she play? Is she famous? I have no idea. Uh, you you ask me these <laughs> questions as if I like. <laughs> As if I, I'm like a fan, right? And I'm like, shit, Nico, straight. I gotta go, right? Like, no, you, you, I've, you, I've no, passed in every once in a while. You're, you're an encyclopedia, a wellspring of information. That's what you did. It's out of respect. Every once in a jerk. while, I pop in there. Um, yeah, I've seen her play League of Legends. Um, okay, and that's kind of the main game. I, I think I've seen her play. Uh, obviously, I have my history with League, so I, I can't actually watch it, and and I leave. It's like a heroin addict. Uh, so, <laughs> is she any good? I don't, I don't know. I, 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 oh, Lee, gotta go. That's literally what happens. <laughs> See, that's the premise. This is how you know, like, I, I, I'm not a boomer, right? But this is how you know I come from a competitive premise outside of this stuff. Because my question is, what well, are they good at this thing? I guess I do take a very dad approach. Like, she's, are you she's good better at than it? you, right? Oh, better. I can't play League at all. That doesn't right, that's, say that's anything. That's what I'm saying, right? You know, like, oh, okay. the, there's levels. Of, I can, br- I can break her arm with an arm bar, though. If she wants to go, know, I'm man. ready. I'm, I, I'm, 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 I'm catch her first. That's a good point. Looks like she could run. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just good. So, if I understand it correctly, like their marketing and branding for 100 Thieves, though, I, I honestly, I pop into their podcast sometimes. I just go check out the channel. And I like yeah. to read their about and do all that type of stuff. And uh, I, the marketing branding, that's a great move for someone like her, I think. Absolutely. And I think trajectory wise, and the fact that they do skits on their channel, this is something that goes underappreciated, but they still utilize the main purpose of YouTube which is to create content that people can watch over and over again. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't like their skits. I, it's not my, my type of thing. You know, I'm still watching ridiculousness. So I'm, I'm that's you. It tells you where I'm stuck at in my life at this point, but oh, I, 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 ridiculousness. that's a good point. That's an absolute good point. But I, I like it, man. I also liked the. I'm still trying to figure out the business part of a hundred thieves in regards to the content creation. It doesn't snap in my head. I don't understand how they make money off of it, but I don't need to understand so, as okay. long as it's so like, you, you are a smart guy, Steve. And I think you try to over, over complicate things when it comes to stuff, certain stuff, right? You know how sponsorships work, right? Yeah. I know how you know, when, when Brendan Schaub is sponsored by black rifle coffee and he talks about it on his, this is a legitimate sponsor, I think. Uh, and he talks great about coffee it too. I I agree. Uh, and he talks about it on his podcast. He's getting paid for that plug. No, 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 right? no. Not the sponsorship. I don't understand how they make money. A hundred thieves. How they make money off their content creators. Like, so I sign you to my organization. Right. So, the, right. So this is another person who is going to be advertising. Hundred thieves Red Bull. This is another gotcha. person who's going to be advertising a gotcha. hundred thieves nzxt pc brand right this is another uh, person God. who's gonna be like hey there's a hundred thieves content drop coming buy it right and when people have a, a an audience that has purchasing power which we'll have one day i promise uh yep, that brings money in and that's how uh, that's how they make their money you know it's the same exact way as when a, when a podcast has a sponsorship or 
or, you know, uh, there's a product placement in a TV show. You know, it's the same money. They're getting paid for all of the product placements and all the content that they're, the products and stuff that they're talking about. That's how they make okay. their money. Now, see, that was a, you know, that was a, a tutorial level for dummies type of answer because I, I, you see this wall behind me? It said 100 Thieves earlier and I spelled Nico's name wrong and I just had dollar signs and I just had lines drawn back and forth <laughs> trying to figure out where it's the, like the money was of, coming uh, from. It's always sunny when Charlie's trying to figure out where all the mail goes. And he has all these fucking strings all over the place. It's amazing. Have you ever seen the movie Beautiful Mind? No. <laughs> oh, man. That's where they got that scene from Always Sunny. And it's like seeing that meme every once in a while reminds me of the that this is based on a real guy. I love I mean, Always Sunny, man. I, just, I love it. One day. One day. when the sh- Is it is it over? Did it conclude yet? Or? No. No, it's still going. It's still going. It's like and the Simpsons, it's, man. It's held up through the later seasons, though. I remember the uh, the the chick, uh, the the young lady, sorry, on that show got a spinoff on Fox. Didn't last very long, though. Not a spinoff of that show. She had her own show. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've, uh, each of them have done their own thing uh, that hasn't yeah. quite been as successful as Sonny. Uh, other than Danny well, DeVito, obviously, but. Well, the little or not Danny DeVito, the little guy, the one we were just talking about, he was in Pacific Rim 1 and 2. Part 1 Charlie, was great. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually don't know his actual name. <laughs> I, know, I know it was Charlie and he, Day. And he was in Horrible Bosses. And both of those movies are Oh, his name is hilarious. actually Charlie Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. I don't know All right. <laughs> Turns out I do know his name. <laughs> Good, good for Nico, man. Here's another thing that uh, I switch into interviewer mode, and this is for educational reasons because uh, you guys are going to get to learn a lot from Zach right now. Zach, what is an MMO? An MMO is a multi-member online. That's it. Multi-member online. That's what MMO stands for. It's a video game that a lot of people play online at the same time. I don't like that acronym. It feels it feels short when you say it. Like it feels like there should well, be another so technically, there. so like World of Warcraft <laughs> is an MMORPG, okay. a multi-level online role-playing game, right? Okay, that's okay. where the acronym. That's what the full acronym. But when you like, yeah, yeah. I was just paraphrase it as MMO. So, um, RuneScape is an MMO. Um, New World when it finally comes out is an MMO. Um, What's going on with the delays? I know I know there's a pandemic going on, but like this is a game. That's like <laughs> so. This is this is the second delay. So we're talking about Amazon's third. It third, might be more might than be. two. This is Amazon's first step in there, stepping their uh, their finger their toes into the gaming realm. Yep. Other than Twitch, obviously, and uh, they got New World coming out, and it's been delayed again. Correct. The reason I asked Zach what an MMO is, I want to know what it is about this this game. That's made it be delayed three times. Like, is it going to be that immersive? Are we getting ready to get something so groundbreaking that they had to stop it for a third time? So here's the thing of the MMOs, right? It's not that they're not that they're immersive. Well, they are, or not that they're groundbreaking. They are. It's it's how big the game is, right? Right. So like, let's face for example, the New York City version of the, of the Division Two, fairly accurate, accurate, right? Mm-hmm. Right, like we've been walking by places, and both of us have said, "Oh, I know what that place is. I've eaten there. I, I've yeah. I've been in a bar there, or or you know, I used to buy my crack." There. I bought heroin there. Yeah. <laughs> I love we went to the same, <laughs> we went to the same place. Um, but you can walk from corner to corner. It's in theory, if there were no engagements, in what eight ten minutes, yeah, you cannot walk across World of Warcraft. It okay. would take 
days probably. It would take it's it's so big. There are so many things to do. Every new area you enter in, in World of Warcraft is one of the more uh, one of the more the bigger MMOs that I have experience with. The biggest MMO, obviously, um, that and RuneScape. Uh, but RuneScape is on a much smaller scale. Um, World of Warcraft, like every time you enter a new area, there's fifty or a hundred new things to do, and a new area is every I don't know ten minutes worth of walking, right? So every ten minutes you're running into probably eight to ten more hours of content right and there's i don't know i'm trying to think a hundred of those per continent and there's one two three four five six continents now you know there's thousands of hours of things to do in the game and you probably still wouldn't have seen all of the drops or all of the all of the different uh, monsters or or all the things that you could do. There's so many different things to do in the game, and that's why, that's why okay. it's such a big, expansive game. And I'm curious on how big New World is going to be. I know some people who have played it who are in the uh, alpha testers. Um, they they were uh, not impressed. They say that the game is missing a lot, lacking a lot. They say the PvP is very good. And that they feel like the the uh, the combat is pretty good, but the game itself feels empty. So okay, is Diablo an MMO? No, a Diablo is no. a action RPG, RPG, okay. an ARPG. Um, no, so MMO Any... MMO like you know you could like log into RuneScape and when you log into RuneScape in a, in a particular world when you're walking around there's hundreds of other people around you, right? And that's okay. what constitutes an MMO. Um, you remember when we were playing Destiny and you're like you're in that little spaceship that's kind of like your home base? Yeah. There's a shitload of people walking around in there. That's kind right. of the atmosphere everywhere you go in an MMO. Okay, okay, that makes sense. It's funny. I remember one of my favorite episodes of uh, American Dad is when Steve is playing an RPG slash MMO and he's talking about why he loves the game so much. He was like, in the real world, constantly sucks. But in this game, I get to be someone, and that's not to disparage anyone that's playing MMOs. But this is the third delay on this game, man. So I I needed to have yeah. it really broken out. This to is me. a big delay too. Yeah. When is it from? Till. Uh, it is from August to spring of next year. So we're what? Gonna, we're going to essentially get a eight to nine month delay on this game. That's amazing. And the Avengers game would have come out. Winter would have come again. Second wave of the pandemic will be upon us before we get this game and potentially the collapse of Western uh, civilization as we know it. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I agree. The only thing left standing will be World of Warcraft. And I I promise that. There'll be one guy on top of the cinder still playing World of Warcraft. Uh, You know, actually, it was funny because I was talking to my wife about this. And uh, so you know that me and my son have beat Spider-Man. We're probably on the 10th run through at this point not including dlc he just beat it again and the reason that's happened is because the avengers game didn't come out like it was supposed to and that's supposed to have an mmo-esque vibe to it where it's which is going to be weird because you can't all play as the same characters and running around in the same area i don't know how that's going to pan out but that game was delayed until uh september they delayed it for what they said were creative reasons to make sure they gave the fans a more immersive blah 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 and uh that's going to come out in September. But if we're here 
the Friday prior to it coming out in September, and I'm doing we're doing a show about it being delayed again. I'm saying it now. I'm not buying it. Like I'm coming I've, out I'm, September fourth. You have two months. Two um, months, Zach. I feel like if we're gonna get another delay, it'll be the next three weeks. That's that's we'll we'll, we'll get another another delay. Um, the only thing I'll accept is a, a pandemic related. You can say no, I don't even expect that. I wouldn't even I, I wouldn't even accept that. Um, a lot you of won't accept it. a lot of the development could be done from home fairly easily. Yeah. I mean, the only other thing I could see them pulling at this point is wanting to get... But it's too late to code it for the PS5. That would have to no, have been done. it will get ported to the PS5. I will 100% guarantee you that. No, 100%. I won't accept a delay for that. Right? <laughs> like, you Fair. you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want for those people. I, I might be one of those people. I'm still on the fence about it. But give me the game. All right? <laughs> like, I'm waiting for it. Give the people that want a new world their game. They've been waiting for it. And by the way, since we're talking about things that have been delayed in Amazon, there was some rumor about a Lord of the Rings show that we've all been sitting around twiddling our thumbs yeah. waiting for as well. We would like that too. Or we would like to... <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out where you were going to go with that. Uh, can we get some set images or something? Like, is this a thing that's actually happening, or are you guys just messing with us? Like, just sit around smoking weed because awesome. I, I haven't seen anything, you know, any from any reliable source. So, so have you seen anything? I was really understanding that this Marvel's game was actually going to be an be an MMO. I don't know why I kept hearing that. Uh, it is four person co op. Four person co op, and they it's just like MMO. They keep using these terms in all the premieres. MMO uh, like features. I don't know what that means. That, that's yeah, why I'm I not asked, sure like, what that. I'm not sure what that means either. <laughs> like, what's the marketing on that? How how do you do this? Wait, you almost killed me with that. This is my exact point. Like, was that the person that threw that tagline in at the board meeting? Was he a sadist? He was like, "Yeah, I want to add something in. Just say it's an MMO. <laughs> That'd get him going." <laughs> They're like, all right, this guy, this guy, we we fucking love this guy. It's like, excuse me. So since we're speaking about jackasses, we're gonna talk about King Jackass right now. We're gonna talk about the Florida <laughs> governor. Florida governor, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I don't oh, know the guy's name. Uh, I'm assuming it's I don't fucking John name, Smith. <laughs> it's something. Uh, he's got like a a Latin last name, but I when I saw him, I was not the guy I was expecting. Strange thing about Florida, right? Name so this Ron. guy, Ron DeSantis, yeah. Ron, yeah, it makes sense. So when when the whole COVID thing kicked off initially, uh, you know, he they were one of the first states to kind of open early and kind of defy the general knowledge and data about how this whole thing, what the limited data they had at the time, and they opened early. And I remember he, this was after going to the White House meeting with Trump. And then he opened up and he famously said, oh, we were going to open up. And everyone was telling us it was going to be like we were going to be the second Italy. And that just hasn't happened. That's almost verbatim. That's quote. pretty much what he said. I agree. <laughs> and then now they have the highest cases. And that's not anything to laugh at. Right. It's nothing no, to it's, laugh it's, at. It's, it's incredibly sad. The many different mayors that uh, occupy the state of Florida are all extremely upset, but culpable in a, in some senses. And uh, but now he's not. This guy's not. He's uh, you know he's sticking to it. He's not backpedaling at all. 
he, you know, he came back out the other day and he's, I think either today or yesterday. And he was just like, you know, what we're seeing is, uh, we're seeing a flattening of the curve and then took no questions from the press when in actuality, they just had like a spike of like 3000 cases or something crazy. I, too. I, yeah. I think they, uh, yeah, they're in a really bad spot right now. Uh, yes. and he is probably the most wrong anyone has ever been about anything and is <laughs> is unwilling to admit that um i'm sorry <laughs> i i don't understand how you could have like i don't even know how many new cases uh in a day and yeah. go oh yeah we're fine <laughs> yeah they have 244,000 cases uh with an additional 9,000 cases today um and he is he had come out and said uh that if we can open home depots kids are going back to school so that's yeah. what we're going to see next we got another month until florida schools are open i believe i think they always start in august and yeah. uh we got another month to see you know how many how many of these poor teachers who have to buy their own supplies to provide yeah. for the kids and actually teach right because there's no budget for schools uh how they're going to have to deal with buying their own ppe and protecting themselves uh there was a case already in arizona where three teachers had, had shared a classroom for summer school they all three of them had contracted covid and one had passed away from it so we're, we're gonna we're gonna see where this goes it, it's it's really bad they're in a, in a terribly bad spot um this whole COVID thing has really honestly made me hate living in the United States because of how just absolute moronic, like 80% of the people are that live here. Um, and, you know, you can't inconvenience yourself for the greater good of mankind for, what, 90 days and wear a fucking mask. And these these morons have not been able to successfully do that. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. This is this is it's brutal. So you and I find ourselves 100% in agreement on this topic as per, as we've been the entire time since the pandemic. So actually, I was reflecting with my wife. Do you remember when this whole thing kicked off and how scary it was at the beginning? I remember there was a time we did an episode and I was coughing really bad. I came downstairs to do an episode and you like kind of gave me this look. And I kind of... <laughs> I kind of acknowledged the look and I was like, man, is this the last, <laughs> you, know, like, like, you know, it's like, it's one of those things. I, it, it's, it was really, you were having point, really remember, bad allergies. And then I, I yes. very specifically remember asking you and I'm like, see, why don't you just go get allergy medicine? He goes, well, I'm allergic to that too. <laughs> it's not, not quite exactly the way he said it, but we'll keep it that way for the greater good of man. I'll, I'll keep it good, man. And it gets me that sh it gets me high every time I take allergy medicine. I take the right I looks like I look like I'm on drugs, dude. I asked my wife, dude. I took it and I couldn't even drive to work one day. She had to drive me to work. But here's the crazy thing, man. Like, I don't think people remember how dire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember how dire people it was. It's the worse first right time. Now. I I remember when I had to go get groceries for the first time, and it struck me when I was on the line for an hour to get groceries. I was like, man, they might run out of food before I get there to yeah. get food for my family. So I keep that in my mind. I know what our civil liberties and our, our entire structure set up as a as a government, as I mean, as a country. I'm against forcibly compelling people to do things, but you would hope that people can look at a situation 
and go, okay, this is something that I'm willing to do. And you know what the problem is at the the crooks of this whole thing is the whole 2% mortality thing. But I keep reflecting on that. That's 2% mortality based on the metrics of numbers that we have right now. We don't know what the mortality rate's going to look like in five years, so, right? We're st- um, the issue with that is is the mortality rate. Um, worldwide, it's 12.4 million confirmed cases, 559,000 deaths, right? We're approaching yeah. 600,000 deaths at a rate of about so, almost 6,000 a day. Um, I... I uh, I don't know what the exact number is there. It might be 2%. Let me open up my calculator here. Um, but that is an absurd amount of people. Yeah. Uh, and here's and then you have to be willfully... It does just call it what it is. You have to be willfully apathetic and have decided that these people's lives were forfeit and it's not enough for uh, the world to stop functioning the way that it is right now. But the fact of the matter is that's what people are doing and then you have people who will not accept the data because it's they feel like it's become a partisan uh game you know uh, too politicized and somehow they're going to concede a point to the you know left or right and the fact of the matter is like this is what happens when we allow politicians to run these situations Mm -hmm. now i'm not advocating for the dumping of the government and putting scientists in charge but in a unprecedented global pandemic maybe the people who have no education and pathogens should be allowed to speak less right you you, you probably want to push them to the back of the mic and just say hey we're gonna bring <laughs> the attorney you general right specialist now <laughs> for a reason right, right. this is like a, this is like a startup right say you're like a, a brand new hotel chain right and your yeah. gimmick is you want to have the best tech in any hotel chain ever you want to have yeah. integrated xboxes and shit into your tvs yeah. that people can just fucking rent a controller for five bucks a day and play the games right or bring the road and not have to do the rent and then you bring a consulting company in and they're like hey this is what you need to do this and you're like fuck you we're doing it our own way <laughs> right this is right, exactly right. the same thing it's, it's like we have specialists for a reason man if you're not going to listen to these people the people who have you know the virologist and the people who have spent their lives studying you know how pandemics work. You know they they research. Uh, you know what their thesis statement was in college was how the bubonic plague happened and spread so fast. Why aren't we listening to these people, right? And where did we lose the the common sense, the decency, the the empathy for our fellow fellow human, and the fact that you know if, if me and you were to go out, we would both be wearing masks. Right, one hundred percent. We don't want on the off chance that we're, we're either of us are asymptomatic to infect the other, right? One hundred because we're decent people. The the people who are are going around, going, I'm not wearing a mask, are are just not. They're just not good people. Like, I, I don't understand where the U.S. went so wrong. I don't know if it's the educational system. I don't know what it is. But we fucking took a left turn somewhere, and we look like morons on the world stage. So I'm I'm telling you, at at the uh, the center of all of this is partisan politics, and people. And here's the ironic part, right? Yeah. <laughs> I I made it a point to say this when Roy uh, when Mantis was on. There are people who don't understand enough about politics to even understand what side they're taking, right? Mm -hmm. But you've politicized something as dangerous as a pandemic 
And then on top of that, you got media marketing going back and forth. So now people don't know who they can get reliable information from. And I, I don't I wouldn't go as far as to say that they're bad people. I think there are definitely some morons, but there is a chance, you know, there's willfully ignorant and misinformed, and that misinformation can cause people harm, right? So the same reason that I don't just shift over into the left lane without using a blinker is the exact same reason why I wear a mask when I leave the house, right? Because it's the right thing to do in that scenario. And ironically enough, you have to legally use your blinkers and no one's complaining about being compulsed and you know being compelled forcibly by the government. Well, you've never that. been around BMW drivers, clearly. Uh, that's right. They're too fast for me to catch in my little monster. <laughs> <laughs> but, but same thing like with bicycle helmets right you know you wear a bicycle helmet for your protection right yeah. you know the, that's a lot a lot of people don't follow it but you know we can go back and forth on this but the problem is man leadership and look and if you would just study history right so to my reformed christian friends i am with you 100 on a lot of things but we have to represent history accurately. Like when people start making a comparison of like the French Revolution and this, I'm just not going to go into it. Remember that there was a cause for that too. It's true that the mob did get consumed by atheistic views and stuff like that. That's all true. But also the aristocrats at the time, <laughs> like they had done something to provoke this action from the general population and i believe if we're not careful that we will either see a, the rise in communism in this country we'll see a rise in people reacting poorly because of the pandemic right people just will not want to tolerate either being felt like they're being told what to do or people here's the real scary part people saying hey you've willfully made a decision to put me in harm right you've yeah. you've made this you've made this decision and I think leaders are going to help be held culpable to this. And I, I this is stuff that, you know, is <laughs> November's approaching fast, right? And his governorship, I'm sure the the election will be coming soon. People are going to remember this type of stuff, man. It's but here's the issue: it's sad is the people in Florida are with the guy, right? They're That's not. The thing I do not understand dude like there these are the people that are going to the beaches that are not social distancing that are not wearing masks anywhere and it's one of the older populations in in the states right it's florida and arizona the two oldest populations in the state what do they think is going to happen right here's here's what they want to happen it's the same thing as sandy hook man people won't believe it until it happens right and what what i'm not saying what it's happening it's happening. But it's not happening fast enough. They need people want bubonic level uh, casualties before they respond. We've had 136,000 deaths in the United States in five months. Four they months. They don't. They people don't even believe that all of those deaths are attributed to COVID. I can't have same this conversation th- anymore. <laughs> it's this the same is, thing. Like, this like is just the hurtful. Same. This is just. This is just absurdly stupid. Like. Man, just wear a fucking mask. Like, especially when you go on the subway, dude. I want to eat my. I haven't had subway in quite some time, but I wear your mask. Used to go to subway right now. I, dude, I drove by one. You know, the one one day when I was coming, uh, <laughs> going to the to work, and I looked in there, and one of the guys didn't have a mask on. I was like, man, unbelievable. I went to Five Guys today. Um, and we're uh new york is in a spot where we're inside restaurants are opening up again 
Um, I yeah. will not be partaking. Uh, again, being a diabetic, I, I am at the same risk of someone who is between 70 and 80, I believe, for mortality if I contract yeah. the disease, right? If right. I track the fucking itis. So I'm taking all the precautions. I go in, I order my meal, I stay away from everybody, I fucking wait till everyone disperses away from the drink dispenser, get my drink and leave, right? So there are people fucking sitting in the restaurant having meals, no masks on, having conversations with people across like the, the thing. And I'm like, inside. holy inside. And I'm Oof. like, holy shit, I am good. I'm so good. I do not I don't care to sit in a restaurant this bad that I need to fucking sit here and subject myself to morons. Crazy thing is New York State or the whole of New York State only eight deaths uh today trending downward still in uh I believe right. cases you know, and, uh, but God, 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 God. people have made it. Well, I mean, we had some moronic behaviors, and, and this is hard for me as a city person, but I knew this was going to happen. So, do you, 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 you're probably aware of this too. After a long, brutal winter for New York State and New York City, the minute you get a 55 day, it's 55 yeah, everyone's degree out, day, dude. Everyone's, everyone's out, out, man. I'm fucking out, bro. I understand 100%. And that, and that happened that, that day coincided on the day where restaurants had opened back up in Manhattan. And uh, yeah, so people were out just doing the damn thing. But I don't know. I think it, it's, it's easy for us to sit here and uh, because I agree with you. You are diabetic and I want to protect you, right? And I don't want to cause you any harm. And I think that's just a premise that, I, you know, I'll die on this hill. I, I'm willing to die on this hill. I don't want. I we don't even know what we're gonna do. I think we know what we're gonna do with our kids, and it's not gonna be putting them in harm's way. I don't care how many people tell me that the disease uh, has a better chance. You know, they have a better chance of dying from getting hit by a car than they do of dying from COVID. Like, doesn't matter. It, it, doesn't, it, yeah. you, you don't even want to take that risk. Like, why would you take that unnecessary risk? It's yeah. dude, like going to a restaurant or going to like a gym or like a movie theater or something is not that fucking important dude it really isn't my buddy mark was at a gym the other day and uh he has like the, he's a mark is a hero i don't he doesn't listen to the show but if he did listen i would say this man's a nurse showed up every day for a shift during this whole thing yeah i've worked out with this guy numerous times best guy to work out with like he's gonna keep you motivated I can honestly see the happiness on his face when he showed up to the gym the other day and he was the only person there and he got to like work out and not in fear yeah. of contracting anything. And it was like, that was special, but who knows where we go from here, Zach? I don't know, man. I do know one thing. The fights are on tomorrow. They all tested negatively yeah. positive and a good percent. Well, not Gilbert Burns. Oh, poor guy. We're poor praying Gilbert for the family Burns. of yeah, Gilbert. Absolutely. I hope he, hope he's okay. Hey, you know what? I think he was going to win that fight. It's easy to say that now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, I like it. Just dawned on me. I woke up in a cold sweat. And I was like, "This is going to kill Kamar Usman." No, like, no. Just, <laughs> you know, I, I had a, I had a nightmare that fucking uh, Masvidal opened up the fight with a flying knee and, and got caught mid air and just got thrown. Out <laughs> the he threw him out. He's like, and uh, well, we we didn't think about this prior, but. That's a new way to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's dead. Last thing I'll say before we close it out, Ben. Ben Askren, still the king of Twitter, won his crown back recently. I love Ben, dude. Did you see that post he had? He was like, could you imagine what it's like to have your most embarrassing <laughs> moment in life? 
replayed over and over and over again. Absolutely. I absolutely can. I have that nightmare every night. Zach, tell the people where they can find us, man. Everybody, thank you for listening to episode 39. Hey, we matched. This is the episode where we officially are passing Steve's age. I just thought about that. We're now officially older than Steve, which is disgusting. I don't know how the hell we passed it. Um, I am a piece of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, everyone can find us at talkingwithadad.com. Uh, you can find us talking with a dad on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Anchor Podcast, Twitter, fucking uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, Music Podcast, whatever the hell it is. Now it's going to get shut down soon anyway. Um, any of your favorite podcasting app, ladies and gentlemen, listen to us wherever you can. And if it's in the car, let us know on one of our apps and, and uh, we'll, we'll give you a high five virtually. Thanks for listening.